Warning. To anyone listening to this, this podcast contains elements of human culture that is strictly prohibited to listen to by the Ministry of Lizard Culture and Esports. To our lizard listeners. Please do not report us. They say that you're a runaround lover. Oh, you say it isn't so. But if you put me down for another, I'll know, believe me, I'll know. Cause a night has a thousand eyes and a thousand eyes. Welcome to Lizard Acolytes. That's just the way the lizard goes on the lizard pit. God, I love the lizard pit. Holy shit, I was just going to say that. God, I love the lizard pit. I like how they never live. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I like how they never live. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Anyway, let's rip the next one. Alexa Lizard, uh, play the next episode. Yes, daddy, but here's an ad first. Hey, I'm Dick Nipples, and I have my own ad for the thing that I sell, and I bought this ad time to tell you about the thing that I sell, and hopefully one of you listening will call the number right now and buy it so I can make some money, and then buy more ads, and then when I have more ads, more people will know about the product that I sell, and then I'll have more money and everything. Well, everything will be just fine. Yeah, again, so that number is 213-309-4. That's 213-3094-ADS. Uh, yeah, so get me my fucking phone right now so I can dial the shit out of that number right now. Look, dude, I'm not dealing with this again. What is your guys' problem? Are you kidding me? Why can't you ever just have a little fun with life? Huh? Because this isn't having fun with life. This is watching you invite another random person to our house because they said some words on TV. And if you haven't dialed in yet, think about this. You need a little fun in your life? Uh, duh. Yeah, fuck it, call him. Please do not call him. Nah, it's too late, he's already here. What's up, guys? Fucking God. (laughs) Hey, Dick Nipples. Wait, or do you prefer Richard Nipples? Well, Richard Nipples is my father. Dick is perfect. So wait, what exactly do you do? Oh, I'm an Adam man, Joe. No, no, no. I'm Dustin. This is Dustin. How do you, how do you know my name? Well, it's because I specialize in getting ads on TV. And then I make money when I tell people what I do in those ads when they call in and pay me. So do I just pay you now? Dude, don't give them any money. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, come on, guys. Old Dick's just looking for two penis to rub together. You mean pennies? No, that's not right. All right, take it easy, man. Easy? Nothing about ads is easy, pal. You have to buy the right ad time, make the right ads, and get people to call in, all while being naked. I mean, it's easy as fuck. We write better ads than you probably every week. We write them for a human movie show, you fucking moron. You don't have ads? 
we do have ads. You don't get this far in advertising while being named Dick Nibbles. I'm jacking off. I put my heart and soul. No, no. I, isn't it slacking off? You meant slacking, not jacking off? Stop trying to correct me. Wait. Did you say the movie show? Aren't human movies illegal? Or is it just another show about Rango? Like, that's what we all need. No, dick. It's actually an exploration into human culture, you greedy admeister. Well, I think I'm going to have to report this, guys. Oh, dick, buddy. We'll fucking murder you, man. What? We will put you in the ground. Honestly, man, the way I see it, you know too much already, and I might have to kill you, dick. Or, or you could watch the movie with us, and you could implicate yourself, and then that way we know you won't tattle. What's the human movie? Uh, oh wait, I have it right here. It's um, it's sloppy turkey butt milfs the from the Deli Isle the sequel double the mayo. No, it's the bird cage. Uh, bird cage. The bird cage. That's what I meant. What did you say before that? So, Dick, are you in or are you out? Well, I, I guess I, I don't really have a choice. All right. Well, I guess you got to listen to us explain the movie. Sweet. All right. That does it. Well, let's dive right in then. All right. So uh, this movie, it says it came out in 1996 and uh, and that's it. That's literally it. What? <laughs> no, like I'm not kidding. Like that's that's it. All old Liz Man wrote was that this movie was his guilty pleasure, uh, and he would watch it while he stroked his scales. Yeah, my notes just say spooge with a lot of O's. So I don't know. I think we just got to jump in. My my notes just have an intricate drawing of a cage with what looks like old man lizard in a wig, and with makeup on. Old lady lizard? Buckle up, dick, because we're getting in the cage, baby. That's right. Whether you're a dick or a nipple, you're getting in the bird cage. Bird cage. Bird cage. Bird cage. Bird cage. Bird peach. Peach So, um, so, uh, spoiler alert. What's going What's on? Way to, way to interrupt me right when I'm about to start the well, intro. You know. That was nice of you. Fucking new yeah. to the show, I guess. Sometimes it's got to be like that. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I can just try to bring it back after you completely just ruined my train of thought. It's okay. Yeah. I guess I I'm mean, you're typing. You're typing really oh loud. Everyone can hear. Um, I'm not typing. That's not me. All right. Either way, um, all I had to say was spoiler alert. It's not about a bird in a cage. That's all I had to say. That's it. You made the whole thing about that. Yeah. That's it. All right. Birdcage. Fantastic movie. Came out in what? 1996? Yep. Yeah. And it's got Robin Williams. It's got Nathan Lane. It's got Hank Azaria. It's got Gene Hackman. It's got Diane Weist. It's a whole fucking, it's a whole star-studded cast. If you were born in 1970, you'd know who all those people are. But people, you probably just know about half of them. That's fine. Millennials. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. the, uh, this movie was sick. I just, I want to read. So IMDb's, um, 
short description for the this is the first movie that we've done that uh maybe not a ton of people that listen to us may or may not know um but uh the short description for this movie the short synopsis is a gay cabaret owner and his drag queen companion agree to put up a false straight front so that their son can introduce them to his fiance's right-wing moralistic parents so essentially robin williams and nathan lane are the club owner and the drag queen and their son is getting married or robin williams son more specifically is getting married to this girl who's uh the daughter of this like big time like republican senator uh from ohio and And the hilarity ensues son's fucking 20 his son's 20 and dealing with this and the woman she woman he's marrying is 18 yeah Yeah, she's like a freshman (laughs) totally apparently that was that Oh, it's always been legal. I mean, people are getting fucking married around that. Like, but like, they did say they were dating when she well was before. 17 and he was still, I guess, 19. <laughs> and he was 19. So they took a year. Now to that's illegal. And they're getting married. So, the mo- <laughs> so immediately right off the bat, the movie's dicey. I thought um, it was funny because like he's 20 years old and he's dealing with this shit. Like let alone being 20 and you're getting married. You're 20 years old and you got to bring her home to your two gay dads and then make yeah. one dad. <laughs> and living in that household like yeah. above a, a drag queen i guess state or what was it would it be called bar, bar a drag club, club. Yeah, it was a club it was a nightclub living above the club and like you have to deal with that as a child i feel like that would be uh well and then also dealing know. with the fact that your kid comes home and is basically like hey guess what you got to change everything about who you are so i can marry this girl that you really don't even approve of which like good on them man sick parents yeah. sick parents he uh little, robin, Will- robin williams co- yeah robin williams comes in clutch um in that regard uh man dude like Everybody in this was so good. I couldn't believe that I'd never seen it. It's so, so the movie's a rom com, I guess, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah. not a rom com. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, and I also want to note uh, uh, the movie's actually based on a play uh, called La Caja Foyer, I believe. I believe it just I'm means, it just means the birdcage in French. Uh, which I didn't realize that that was the case, but Lacage is like a, a monumental, like a like historically is like a massively groundbreaking play, um, of its time in France uh, by Jean Porret. Yeah, Porret. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was huge in it was huge in the United States. I mean, it was a big Broadway thing. I think Nathan May Nathan really? Lane might have been in it. Really. Uh, or La Caja oh. Fall. La Caja, La Caja no, La Caja Fall, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Comedy film. It's a film as well. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, Nathan Lane fucking killed it in this movie. He was so goddamn funny. Yeah. He's, I swear he, to God. Nathan Lane, who is the... Who is he? Fucking... Uh, he's Albert. Pumba? Timon or Albert. Pumba? Albert. He's Albert. Oh, oh, in The Lion King, is he Timon or Pumba? Probably Timon. I think he's Timon. He's one of those. He's in The Lion King. I didn't know that, actually, though. Timon. He's in a bunch of other stuff. No way. Is he? He's in Stuart Little as well. Was he in Along Came Polly? 
Was he the mentally challenged brother? I'm pretty sure he might have been the mentally challenged brother. Who, Nathan Lane? Yeah. Uh, I, might Not, just I don't know. I've never seen Along Came Polly, to be honest with you. Really? I don't know, I'm but never heard of that. he's yeah. an incredible actor. I'm not gonna lie. Oh like God, he yeah. he did so well. Like he did so well, like acting as like a like a very gay person. Like that was very, 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 very yeah, very it. good. It was absolutely incredible. The scene the... when he was uh I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. The scene when um he was trying when uh Armand, Armand was trying to teach him when Robin Williams was trying to teach him. Oh, how to play yeah. He, was like trying he kept to having his fucking pinky. And he was walking <laughs> like John Wayne. Yeah. I was fucking pissing myself watching that. The, he was the talking great, to the guy. <laughs> yeah. Go the, ahead. Gr- the great line in that moment was uh, he does it and he go like he does the walk and. Uh, <laughs> He does the walk and he comes back and Robin Williams is just like looking at him like, like he's just staring at him. And Nathan Lane goes, "What well, was that not good? And he goes, no, that was perfect. I just didn't know. I just didn't realize that was how John Wayne walks until just now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, I'm so glad we touched on that. I'm so glad we touched on that. Dude, um, I was also, trying- no, go, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, yeah. no, it's, it's oh, no, I was just going to say quick. Uh, the guy that wrote the – so it was adapted – so, all right, so the original play was adapted to a musical, and the guy that wrote the book for the musical is Harvey Firestein, not to be confused with he Harvey wrote Weinstein. It? Yeah, he, re- he adapted the book uh, for the musical – uh, rendition You're fucking of kidding me, Harvey Firestein. Yeah, the guy that anything he plays, he talks like that. I'm Harvey Firestein. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. So, we'll take from, from what's it called? From another Robin Williams movie, from uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, from Mrs. Firestein, Doubtfire. All right. Kind of speaking of Robin Williams, though. Okay. Do you really do you think this is a top ten movie of his? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was so good. You know what? I would. I would. I'd fucking, I thought he was I'd great. implore you. I'd implore yeah. you, Peach, to name 10 Robin Williams movies. Well, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, all right. Don't forget about Peter Pan. Remember his Peter Pan? That was pretty nice. I, I just would assume men in tights. Definitely in that the upper echelon of 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would yeah. say so. It's, uh, this is a, I mean, did you like the movie? Did you not like the movie? I, I don't know. The beginning was tough for me. That's okay, I, I was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's because you, you, you didn't know it was going to happen, and you were like, oh, no, no, I, I didn't. No one did. I didn't. It just got very no, yeah, creative. Exactly. It got very creative very quickly, and it actually <laughs> was very funny was, and very creative. I agree. I The ending was very funny, uh, but very creative. You can't, I, shit, I you can't shit on the fact that I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry. But the opening scene where they were singing We Are Family and they are dancing, I thought that was pretty sick. That, was pretty that cool. is one of my first notes, that is a great intro song. I know. And That's what I have we will hear the rest of Peach's notes. Sorry, guys. After this ad, we got to go to our sponsor. Boom. Right now. Uh, also, first first ad break of this new of this new orbit. Of this new yeah. orbit. Wow, well put. Could you say ad 2021? Wait, is it t- it's ad. like ad time now? It's ad time right now. It is, uh, it is time. Here we go. You hate my voice? Yeah, you're going to hate this ad too. I hate you. 
but what can you do? You're stuck listening to it. I'll talk like this all goddamn day, you bitch. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I will hunt you. I will fuck you up. And you will not escape this voice. The shriek will follow you on every video, podcast, commercial segment, because I am everywhere. I paid all the companies for my ad, and there's only one way to get rid of me. Go to DustinGoAway.com and click the big green Leave Me Alone button and pay a small price of $50 so you never have to endure one of my ads again. Pay to stay away. That simple. Now go. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that one. How about one. that ad? How about that 2021 ad? It was good. Fuck. Oh, my God. God. All right, so we're doing uh, all right. Favorite transitioning scene transitioning after that bullshit. So it's favorite scene. All right, favorite scene. Um, go I'll go first. I'll go first. So this is the first time since we've been on the podcast where I have so many favorite scenes that it's hard to pick just one. Uh, it, re- it really is. There's so many good ones. Um, okay. And even the scene I'm picking, it's just going to be pretty general. It's, it's the whole entire dinner scene as a whole. And just how absolutely ridiculous it is. First of all, Albert comes out of left field dressed up like a woman and they just start buying it. And then he starts, and then he literally like starts grilling the dad who is so ignorant and just straight up playing games with him and like feeding <laughs> into his bullshit. And he like actually it's, starts it's loving him. Note, no, he, it's, yeah. it's worth noting that Albert, uh, who is Robin Williams' part. So, so they try to get Albert out of the house as to appear that like they don't, there's no gay relationship. Like they, he doesn't yeah. have two gay fathers and he's yeah. obviously upset and offended. So he pulls a fast one on him and goes in drag and uh, acts as Val's mother. in this. Show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for laying down the groundwork. So yeah, that's the context of it. And he just literally just starts spoon feeding bullshit to the conservative dad and he's loving it and in the background robin williams is gonna have a goddamn heart palpitation you can't fucking believe it the dad's like like it just starts it starts immediately on the conversation they're talking about abortion and the dad's like well you know what yeah i don't want to say that they should just kill the doctors (laughs) if they kill the babies and then and then albert's like well, Sorry. honestly, I think they should kill the mothers because that that's where the line stops. Yeah, that's it's like it's where a, they stop it. It's like it's a two and one. If you're gonna kill the baby anyway, then why not? Well, the the baby, the mother, she should go down with the ship. You know? Yeah, yeah that was yeah, That's what it was. I couldn't. I had. I should have written that quote down. But uh, last thing I'm gonna end off with uh, for that scene, um, dude, Agador. I think that's how you pronounce it, Agador. I don't know, yeah. dude. He is so great, and literally during that dinner scene, out of nowhere, they're just like there's like a quick, like almost a musical where they're all dancing and singing together, and oh Robin Williams God, is playing yeah. the piano, <laughs> and then out of nowhere, Agador Spartacus flies through the door and like finishes Starts the last singing. verse, and it's like hitting oh the bars God. perfectly, and I was <laughs> shitting my pants. Dude, it started. That scene started. Mother knows I'm going to have a career after we're married. Barbara, Albert is not my mother. It's a drag queen. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that. They just sound so much like a mother. 
started beautifully because it was just uh, it was the the gene hackman it was the senator and his wife singing together and then it was beautiful and then no right no, after it was that no, it was robin williams yeah no 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 that was that was two that was two that was two because that came in the camera panned right in on nathan lane's face afterwards that was the second one because originally it was normal it was the normal it was the fucking the, the senator oh, and his man, wife, man. and then it panned into Nathan Lane. And that was like, oh, fuck, that was funny. And then you see that, and then you see the sun dancing, and then you see he opens the doors and he's fucking singing Agador Spartacus. And it was yeah, the- can you, uh, Walt, can you clip that right here? You got to clip that little scene where he comes in. Nobody, nobody's going to be able to see it. When he's singing I know, but you can hear it. <laughs> when he's singing it. Yeah, I think they're singing like Man of La Mancha or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so I'll funny. It. Okay, yeah. Uh, either way, that's that's gonna end my scene. That's gonna transition into Peaches because Agador Spartacus is the most ridiculous motherfucker I've ever. He's one of the best characters I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Peach, uh, you can is, talk more about phenomenal. the scene you like with him. I'm actually I'm pulling a little uh, switcheroo on you. What? I'm going. Yep, yep, yep. Faked you out right there. I'm going with the last scene of the movie. Okay, they're they're walking out of the the drag the drag spoilers. Club. This is very spoilers. much a spoiler. You can spoil spoilers. Describe in detail. This is the podcast. This is the podcast. This is the original <laughs> podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, they were they were walking out of the birdcage, or excuse me, the drag club, because they also had to, called uh, the birdcage. Also were, called the birdcage. Indeed, yeah. called the birdcage. Um, the senator was getting some some harsh press, and they're all over the place, and they needed to find a way to escape. And the, they're all, they're walking out. They put their wigs on and everything. They got the, you know, they're all drag queened up. They the dress the center like this, drag. walking out. <laughs> yeah. He's just dancing like this. Super uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, it was like the, the Kodak black, like, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> dude, the, dude, the son comes up to the daughter, like the daughter and the senator, like together, and Val, the son, comes up to like dance with uh, the daughter. And the senator just pulls him in and goes, no, don't leave me. I don't want to be the only woman not dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not having someone to dance with. Yeah, and then once they like kind of like scurry their way out towards the car, the dude was like, come pick me up at 745 at this location, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> he goes, like, not for a million bucks, lady. Million bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the last line of the fucking movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was hilarious. I thought that was probably one of the best parts of the movie so that's a good one it was definitely a good ending to a great movie i mean all right uh zach what do you got what do you say kid Ooh, um i thought i was thinking about this i'll be quick but i was thinking about this the i think my favorite scene just because this hasn't happened to me in a long time but just a absolutely brilliant acting moment in this entire thing was so okay. So the basically the entire movie, they're like trying to figure out what they're gonna do with Nathan Lane's character because Robin Williams, the his actual like biological father, can play straight really well, but Nathan Lane, who is uh, the star drag queen, has difficulty figuring that out. So eventually robin williams decides that he's gonna be his uncle or whatever and then at one point nathan lane is just like you know what i'm done with this like it's just not working like whatever he leaves 
right before the uh the his fiance's family gets there there's a moment where they're sitting in suits and robin williams says to his son he says i think we're gonna pull this off and right at that moment nathan lane walks in in a suit and there's (laughs) no sound that like there's no dialogue for pretty much this entire scene but he walks in and he kind of like walks with a little like he's you know he walks a little flamboyantly and then he like catches himself and and like like tries to do the john wayne thing but then like try tries something different leans on this little couch like trying to act like you know trying to play as straight as possible like his <laughs> elbow slips on the arm of the couch like it was so beautiful because it was so just true like it was unbelievably truthful like and just talented ass man just like just as an actor i'm just watching and it like it was all in the physicality of like everything that he did the movie was full of that the movie oh yeah it was they had those those in intricate intricate fucking moments where it was the little tiny things that you couldn't even like where he'd look up and then go like that like just the tight he got into the fucking character beautifully it was insane. well that's that's the thing I, uh i would like i would like to intervene real quick uh because that actually no, take, I, I, yeah i'm done um dude so yeah kind of kind of piggybacking off that dude it was just like every single other second of the movie Nathan Lane is so dramatic and it's, it's so amazing. perfect how dramatic he is the whole time. He's so dramatic. Literally over everything, he starts screaming and crying. And, <laughs> and, and then even so Robin Williams does it too. And he was trying to be serious. And then they pop the ship and he goes. I swear to Christ, I cried laughing every time Nathan, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan Lane went. <laughs> It was so funny every time. It was great. It was so great. Uh, that brings us to our last one, though. Yeah, that's you, Joe. All right. Uh, yeah, my favorite scene was when uh, Armand is trying to teach him how to like play straight because they're still on the stage of, oh, you're going to play like a family member or an uncle or like a random not gay person because that's what like will kill like a random family member hopping by. And he's uh, this is after the, when they're sitting at the table and he's teaching how to eat, how to walk. They're sitting by the tree and they're talking about conversation. And he's like, ah, like, ah, how about them dolphins? Like they're talking, striking up football conversations. And then like on the fourth try, he's like, uh, Armand's like, how about that? How about that dolphins call, huh? Fourth and three yards. And that, that's the bullshit that the, the refs are going to call. And then fucking Nathan Lane goes, how do you think I feel? Betrayed? Bewildered? Oh. <laughs> Everyone's just like, how- how is that gonna fucking work? <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. Betrayed, bewildered, bewildered. It's just yeah. And he just Robin Williams just like like hand and face. Just classic like, football. Down like oh, fuck. Classic <laughs> football dialogue. Betrayed, bewildered. Yeah, he tried to right act tough to the dude. Yeah. He's like, Are you calling me an asshole? oh yeah he goes not you the guy behind here no i'm not calling you an asshole like something about the one behind you i don't know yeah. are you acting like an asshole it's something like oh that. yeah well you saying i'm an you're asshole. not an asshole you're acting like an asshole uh no it was good that was good that was a good scene 
perfect timing because we got to go to an ad. I bet we have to go to an ad right now. Perfect timing because we have to go to an ad. Do we have to go to an ad right now? Yes. It's perfect timing because we have to... Hey, I'm Johnny Tall Tables, and we have teamed up with Lizard Ocalypse to tell you about the reopening of our restaurant and the tables and chairs that we have, because they're so tall. The chairs are tall, the tables are tall, and the waiters, they're tall, and you have to use a stepladder to get up onto your chair, because that's how tall they are. And if you fall out of your seat, you'll probably get hurt, but it's all part of the authentic Tall Table experience, and a court ruling has dictated that we are shielded by the law, as long as we hang the dine-at-your-own-risk sign up front. Located in the heart of Los Angeles, Johnny's Tall Tables has been bringing the tallest of the tall and respect to tables and chairs for almost nine years. Come visit us at Johnny's Tall Tables, where if you can find a restaurant with a taller table, your meal is free. Because that's not, it's not going to, it's impossible. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the ad is now over. The ad has ceased, and there's nothing you can do about it. You know, no amount of fighting. You, you can't call your congressman. You can't run for office because that ad is over. The ad's over. But uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna give our new little segment a try. It's called character study. Each of us have picked a character, and we're gonna dive in, pick them apart. And uh, share our thoughts, character to character. We've done scenes. Now let's let's talk about the people in them. Uh, who wants to go first? Character study. Who wants to go first? Let me rip it. Let's rip it. Go ahead. Uh, Albert. Albert played by Nathan Lane. Again, I mean, we've been sucking his fucking cock this whole goddamn episode. Nathan Lane is so fucking talented. He's been on yeah, Broadway. Really He's born. He's been in fucking millions of movies. The way his his fucking his little tiny intricacies of this movie, every everything about him, everything about his character, and usually like uh, not he's not pigeonholing the character that much, but he'll play this kind of character in either Broadway or some types of film. But he has those other roles where he plays more serious people. I mean Nathan Lane is an absolute fucking jack of all trades. He, I mean, you, you've seen, have you seen the producers? Yeah. Yeah. The, the producers, he played, obviously the guy that, like we said, the Lion King he played in. Max Bialystok, I think is who he plays in the producers. Yeah. yeah producers is just fantastic. Or maybe that, maybe that was Broderick. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to piggyback off of you and say, I feel like this is a character that could eat, like, if not done right, could be very uh, either either mismanaged or misconstrued or Absolutely. like, or just played so campy. Uh, and yeah, it's like we've been talking about the, the successes in the details as all good acting is and he the character needed nuance and he had that he had yeah. that nuance. he had that yeah. joke for the physically physically vocally intentionally like every like his intention in every scene was so clear i i thought he was i mean i entertaining 
maybe uh, uh, Amador uh, entertainingly, maybe he's the most entertaining, but as far as the most truthful, I'm yeah, yeah I'm going with Albert. Nathan okay. with Albert. Yeah, definitely. Right. He's very genuine to- in it. Who, who wants go. to go next? Who wants to go next? I can go. Peach, uh, go. I'll go. All right. So I'm I'm definitely I'm taking uh, center Kevin Keeley. <laughs> um, big part of the movie, and a very we- like it was a weird role uh, to a certain extent. Because I mean, obviously, so he's like a Republican senator that's running for office, and then this whole controversy goes down between. Wait, was his, I guess, it was his, like, uh, it was a, yeah, it was his partner. It was, like, somebody he, like, shared a, or, like, they were on the same board of, like, they were on, like, the board. It was the weird, it was a super weird time. Anyways, they were, they were, they were politically aligned close. Yeah, and he got called. Uh, No, they both started the fucking, the board of moral aptitude or some bullshit. Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, it was against basically the like, gay rights and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just right? like it, it's not religious; it? it's moral. It's it's a moral. Yeah, moral. yeah, yeah. So he's like you know ultra conservative, very far right. You know, very like hard on it. You have to be Catholic. You have to be, you know, Christian, straight, all that kind of stuff. Um, he is his daughter is dating obviously at uh, the Goldman's. Uh, son and you know he's going through this whole entire political challenge and like or uh, I guess you could say cancellation uh, in the new terms Um, and he so he's gone through this and you know they thought it was a good idea to have this marriage potentially clean up their act um, just from this dark shadow of threats and all that kind of stuff so the threats are like following everywhere goes down to Miami goes down to see this you know their family and instead of being this hard-winged right guy and once uh nathan lane's character comes in he just switches immediately he's getting he's getting told on what to do he's getting like fluffed up basically like you know happy go lucky like let's go let's go you know this is awesome and yeah i thought his he did a great job as like a senator, a hard wing uh, senator, and then just switching his role like that. It was, thought it was really good. There's a point when uh, Nathan Lane's talking to him at the day, de- or like, you know, he's just sucking him in the entire time. And uh, he make he just gets his, he gets uh, Kevin Key, whatever his name is, to feel like really, really bad for him. And by the end, the senator's wife is like, like, why are you so obsessed with this woman? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, She's so vulnerable. She's so dainty. Blah blah blah. They don't build them like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, then, then the mom just starts crying yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> because why can't I be someone's favorite? <laughs> it was like the dude, most dude, like in the a senator. Way, like, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the senator completely bought that Nathan Lane was not only a woman but like a fucking progressive stand up for herself (laughs) the type of women that we need in society and it was just even after like her wig started coming off (laughs) something's going on after they 
they all go into the bathroom together. Ah, something's up. Something's going on. Well, even when even when the uh, spoiler alert, they break the news and everybody finds out whatever. But uh, yeah, even when they pull the wig off of him at the end, he can't fathom or comprehend. <laughs> it's like, like what's at all. going on here? Yeah. I don't know what's. what's That's happening. a woman. <laughs> um, I still don't understand. I'm I'm a man. <laughs> I I must be having some sort of fever dream. Like yeah, something. he's like, no. <laughs> Not wrap his no. head around. He's like, and then his wife's like, I'll tell you about it in the car. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. you know what's crazy? I actually, I just looked him up and he is 90 years old right now. Gene Hackman? Listen, no, that's when he, yeah, he's 90 years old right now. Yeah, wow. yeah he's got to be an old crazy. fucking bag of dicks. Crazy, dude. He's in like, what is it? Superman, nineteen seventy-eight. Wow. wow. Hmm. All right, Dusty, you're up. Have you got? All right. Last but not least, I'm gonna dive into Agador. 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 Have you pronounced it? Agador. Yes, Agador Spartacus. On being called uh, by his full name. The loyal, hardworking, yet stupid housemaid. The absolutely most incredible character, I think, in the whole entire movie. So great. Uh, <laughs> so he's good. He's good at the jobs that he knows he could be good at. Does that make sense? He has limitations, mm. just like anything else. He has limitations. He wants to sing. He wants to be in the show. Our mind yes. won't let him be in the show. Yes. He thrives at the things he enjoys. Um even in the beginning, when he's trying to calm down Albert, and he's like, what are you giving him drugs for? What the hell are purin tablets? He goes, no, that's aspirin with an A and an S scraped off. <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's just selling it. He's just so good at it. And he, and he has this little lisp, and it makes it so much funnier that he has this little lisp. And it's even more funny when he's actually an idiot and he's like failing at everything he's doing by the end of the movie <laughs> making like, the soup peasant soup yeah yeah we still haven't <laughs> talked about the freaking soup yet peach was supposed what to talk the about fuck the soup. is peasant soup i don't no, know i made it up did he say we're yeah, supposed to be like sweet and sour something <laughs> sweet and sour <laughs> peasant soup he's yeah. like I have, I have i have shrimp he's like i have shrimp to put in it the shrimps <laughs> Yeah, Armin goes, what is that crap you served us? He goes, it's Guatemalan peasant soup. <laughs> What's Guatemalan peasant soup? I don't know. I made it up. I made it up. <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to be a main course. It's like he he has up. so many great quotes. He didn't, when, he didn't make when, uh, when Albert has one of his tantrums, like the eighth one of the movie has another tantrum, and he's like leaving. He's leaving Armand. And he goes, I'm leaving you my stereo. And Agador goes, I don't want it. <laughs> he starts crying. <laughs> and Albert goes, my red boots? He goes, I don't want them. But Albert goes, and my wigs? He goes, which wig? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which wig? Because remember the beginning he was dancing? The fucking yeah. song? Was so, was that, I song feel like Lucy and Ricky. He was just, yeah, he was yeah. such a he, such a great character. Uh, there, he was like, he was like the classic, uh, even though this whole movie was like comical, like uh, he was just comic relief, like the whole time. Like it was, absolutely. and like it, it like hit it right oh, on the head. Action. Like yeah, and like they, like his character was absolutely perfect in this movie. Uh, I love I love what he did for this movie. Honestly, it was great. When he, um, my favorite scene is when he falls. When he falls, like yeah, when Armand's yelling at him, and yelling at him, and yelling at him, and yelling at him. No, not the shoes. Not even the shoes part. When he's when he's talking about the soup. 
and then it's right about to cut to the other scene, and then he just immediately and like just falls back. Falls back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I God. was losing my when he uh, when the son asked him, he's like, "You have to wear shoes." Like he kept on was persistent about it. He's like, "But I don't like shoes. I fall in shoes. I never <laughs> wear shoes because they make me fall down." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, well, that, that'll that'll wrap it up for uh for oh, Agador, but I'm also going to do a quick, I'm going to do a quick shout out. Um, the boys know secretary girl for the five seconds. She was in the movie. Hot secretary yeah. girl is nice. And she's like, secretary and girl. And he was playing with the fucking table and he threw it on the table and he was like, sorry. And yep. she's like, Shout out secretary girl. Super shout cute. out secretary girl. And that is going to bring us into our next ad. So that thing. wraps up our character study. And uh, and we'll, we'll I get we're throwing it to an ad. You tell me what this ad smells like, cause I can't tell you. Hey everybody, are you sitting at home right now thinking, man, I wish I had something that does everything? And I'm not talking like an all-purpose tool. I mean like something that literally does anything or everything. Well, now you can have it with Speef. Speef is lit it can do quite literally anything. Do you have a tough stain on your floor? Get some speef on that thing. Are you looking for a cold drink? Speef. Uh, is the dog dirty? Throw a bunch of speef on that thing. Are you trying to buff your car out? Speef it up. It's speef. It does literally everything. It's 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 the all-purpose anything. You can do anything with speef. Uh, is, is your, is your relationship on the line? Well, give, give him or her a little bit of speef and watch that thing work for you. It's speef. It, it's, it's hard. It's soft. It's liquid. It's, it's, it's speef. Speef. Now available anywhere that speef is stored. They're sold. Sold it. Sell it. We're selling speef. So. How about these ads do they get so what did better it, what do did it smell <coughs> oh god i got my nail in my <coughs> don't bite um, your nails don't mind that loose zach's shitting his pants at the moment oh god all right uh let's rate it let's rate the movie as we do at this point in time um anybody's pissed uh, you know what no, i'm fine i'll lead off um <laughs> I'll beg, I'll lead off. All right. Uh, I got one question. Are we going okay. stars? Are we going out of ten? Are we going out, out of, of ten? We go out, out of ten. 10. Decimals well, are acceptable. Someone has clearly not watched the podcast or listened. Watch. You can't watch a podcast. Come on now. I, I, I theoretically you can. Yes. In some states. Well, not on this one. I. Uh, all right. So historically, we've only done like movies that are shitty or movies that we think are going to be shitty. Uh, when we said we were doing this, uh, usually we don't we, it, like we always forget to plan what movie we're going to do next week while we were recording the episode. Joe was like, Birdcage, it's a Robin Williams movie. I said, yes, great. Said it. And then we ended up watching it. And you know what? I'm so glad we did because this, I mean, I'll like, this will be in my library for many years to come. Uh, it's really a masterclass from a bunch of legends. If, 
like if you're really into movies like i'm not i'm not a rom-com person but i've never seen forgetting sarah marshall i know that's probably gonna are you fucking yeah you know it's my favorite movie right i know that's what i'm saying I know. Yeah. Okay. See, got the rise I was looking for. But anyways, I'm not really a rom-com person. Uh, I, I love this. I will, I'll watch it for years to come. I'm, I'm probably going to get, I'm going to give it an 8.9. Well done. 8.9. 8.9 for the birdcage. Okay. This is a fucking good movie. It's just an all around edges sealed Great, well done, Robin Williams masterpiece that most people do not know about because it's very off-putting from the title. Not only that and the synopsis to the to the common person, they're like, why would I, why would I watch a movie about that when I could watch fucking a woman? When punch? you could watch, uh, when you could watch, wait, when you could watch, when you could watch. When you could watch Sloppy when, Turkey Butt Mills from the Deli Isle, the sequel, Double the Mayo. Yeah, well, like, why not watch that all the time? All right, I'm going to go next and rate it. I really like this movie. My parents had me watch this movie. They didn't have me watch it. I watched it with my parents, and they were like, this is a funny fucking movie. Let's watch it together about 17 fucking times just because my dad's a super big Robin Williams guy. And uh, I, I've seen this movie probably since 2010. I mean, I watched it at my old house. I remember, I remember watching it for the first time. I'm going to give it a nine. Uh, yeah. Not to one up, not to one up Zach. Nine was the, was the rating. You I was didn't one up me. You point one up to me. Point, good point. I wasn't going to good point one up you, but I, nine is what I originally wanted to do because I really do like this movie. It's a good fucking movie. Tulsum. It brings everything together. Gene Hackman shows his, he exposes his full penis, this movie, which isn't necessarily true, but it's a good movie. On to Dustin or Peach. Yes, I'll go. Um, wait, was that the first nine you've given out? Yep. No, it's the highest rating I've given out. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I still haven't, I still haven't given out nine, but this is going to be the highest rating I have given for any of the movies. Um, uh, Stamp it down, seal it, end of conversation, 8.8 for me. Um, absolutely incredible. Um, uh, definitely the highest. Uh, was a rom-com. You know, I love rom-coms. Um, and it was a very good rom-com. Uh, yeah, and I actually had a really fun time watching this. Um, I remember when I was first going into it, I didn't know what it really was going to be about. Um, so I wasn't really excited. And then about halfway through the movie, I was all about it and i was like actually cracking up um so yeah definitely best score i've given uh literally not to shit on it whatsoever because i don't like i don't like comparing rom-cons because i love most of them but um zach zach said it like forgetting sarah marshall like my number one like it's not it's not it's not up there with like that that tier but it's it's up there it's good this isn't this isn't a a conventional rom-com because this is this it's is not. a movie where the rom-com is somewhat of a B plot, right? That's the thing though. It's literally is. Yeah. The, the son and the daughter are like, you don't even really know. Like, it's not like they like ever end up like getting in a fight it's, or like have emotions. It's, it's all about no, the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely the secondary part of it. Yeah. It's definitely, Absolutely. it's hundred percent the B plot of the movie, but it's well done. 
regardless. Like they tell the story in a, in a nice way that's similar to rom-coms. And it's like somewhat of a, you know, it, it, I'd say it is a sort of a, like a double rom-com because the other rom-coms between Armand and his uh, husband, Nathan Lane. Yeah. They, you yeah. have, you have the two of them dealing with their own internal issues I feel like it's a rom-com with disguised within another rom-com. I feel like, you know, does that make sense? Am I just yeah, saying like an idiot? Yeah, yes, that, makes sense. that does. Yeah. You, you could also say that about the Senator too. Like yeah. No, 100%. I mean, he figured his well. own shit out. Also... Yeah. There's yeah. two, two a lot of dyna- characters. A lot of dynamic characters, not very many all, static yeah. characters. All right. the characters were changed by the end of the movie in their heads and their hearts, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Peach, right. what did you think? First I'm of all, well, thanks for coming this week. Yeah, thank you guys on. for having me on. I appreciate I'm it. You, Never done you. a podcast don't before. It, buddy. <laughs> and I'm, uh, it was a good time, definitely. Um, well, okay. So I heard this movie when obviously Lombardi told us what we were watching, and you know, I did a little quick Wikipedia on it. Um, <laughs> And I saw it and I was like, all right, this is going to be interesting, to say the least. Um, didn't really have high attention, intentions. <laughs> I started watching it. Well, the first, I'd say first half of the movie, I was not impressed. I really wasn't. Didn't have the great, I don't know. And then I, I will say the second half of the movie was very good. Got definitely a lot better, um, which is obviously what you have to do in a movie. You should definitely make the ending a lot better, I think. Um, but to give it a grade, I'd have to say I'm going with a 7-4. Cut. Lock it in, 7-4. Uh, not the best movie, not the not the worst movie. I'd say it's kind of in at like one of those average movies that you know you can watch occasionally you know maybe every couple of years whatever yeah. however much absolutely you feel. yeah um i don't think it's obviously I, I i was just looking at some of robin williams movies i'd say it's probably top six or seven movies of his career i'll nice. give him that i'll give him that i went better than i'd said before before i said 10 but all right better I'd, than ra- I'd rather watch this uh yes no 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 jumanji's better Okay. Okay. Mind I'd rather better. watch Mind this than Mrs. Doubtfire. As would I. Yeah. Both I involve drag. <laughs> this one. Okay. Aladdin is definitely better. Jumanji's better. Aladdin's good. Better. Aladdin's good. Goodwill Hunting definitely up there. You're right. You're right. Dead Night Post Museum. Society. I, you know what? You know. You want to know what my number one Robin Williams movie is? And if you get mad at me, I don't care. Flubber. Flubber's my favorite Robin Williams movie. <laughs> I remember sitting Flubber. in my first house with the VHS of Flubber because I didn't have I remember cable. the Flubber commercial, like oh, yeah. on other VHSs. Dude, we should we ever made Flubber? Flubber? We should watch Flubber. Um, final ratings. Uh, we got an 8.8, 8, an 8.9, a 9, and a 7.4. Coming out to a 34.1 out of 40. It passed. This movie's it fucking passed. sick. Let's go. Um, Good movie. Yeah, great I'm movie. We, All right. What you watching? Uh, who wants to go? Or should I just go? I'll go. Go ahead. We'll go, we'll go a little reverse order action. All right, reverse um, order. So I recently just finished this probably about 
a couple of weeks ago, but wanted to bring it up. Great movie. Um, oh, well, excuse me. Great show. Uh, it's on Apple TV. It's called Ted Lasso. I don't know if you guys have said it before, but we have not. Great comedy great with uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Is it? Yeah, it's Anthony Jeselnik. Right? No, no, no. no. Sudeikis. Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I said Jeselnik. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, very off. I don't know actors or actresses or anybody. I'm not good with Media. that. Don't worry, neither do um, I. Yeah, no. Great show. Great actress, actresses, great actors. Um, very good comedy and it's very uh i guess you could say genuine or or heartful yeah it's the emotions a little bit but it's also you know you're just cracking up the entire time i literally watched it in probably less than less than like three days it's so good can't wait for the next season put that one on the on the book list on the oh yeah watch list definitely worth it all right all right in reverse order uh, let me just it's, it's my turn, idiot. Me or it's you? Right, it's sorry. me. Yeah, God, beef with me. I need beef. We haven't fought Yeah, we yet. didn't have any beef yet because God. we both like this movie. This movie right. brought us Fuck together. Me. Fuck you guys. This movie Fuck brought you. us together. This, brought, this, this movie brought four dudes together by the hog. So. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look Sweet. at that. Go ahead. Right, well, um, so this could Penis. be some foreshadowing into maybe a future movie. We may, uh, we may talk about. I don't know, uh, but this wasn't one that I, that was pre-med- premeditated, predetermined. It was not. Um, I didn't go on Netflix or search for it and watch it. I just found it on cable. <laughs> so I just happened to see it on cable. Uh, it turned out to be great. Why? 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 Stand for it. Go for it. Oh, go ahead, boy. I want to know what it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Okay. Whoa! 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 No! 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 No, 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 I meant to, I meant, no, you're not Dick Nipples. I was talking about the other Dick Nipples. The one with the green sweatshirt. Okay. Okay. Peach is Dick he Nipples. He is a very much Either. big Dick Nipples. Go. Big Dick Nipples. Emphasis Nipple. on cock. Dick. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, Caddyshack. Boom, bang, bing. Boom, boom, boom. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Haven't seen it in a while. Saw it on cable. Put me in a good mood. I haven't when seen it in a while. When did you see it? When did you see uh, it? Three days ago. <laughs> Mark, what do you have to say? Debbie Downer. <laughs> God, I hate everything. What? Do you, do you not like you Caddyshack? Know you suck. No. You I love like National movie. Lampoon. I like the movie. I hate how you saw a movie that you weirdly watched on cable, and that's what you're watching this week? You don't yeah, watch I don't, movies I'm not on good cable? At, well, yeah, I'm not good at, like, thinking of a movie nope. and searching for it. I guess, like, seeing what, like, gets brought to me. You know what I mean? Sometimes I have trouble deciding, so cable does it for me. And I happen to see. You're still talking. That. You're still talking. And I happened to see uh, Caddyshack, and it was a great watch. Uh, all our viewers and listeners out there, um, well, not viewers, but listeners, uh, go out and uh, go go give someone a hug and go watch some Caddyshack, huh? Go spread some light in this world. <laughs> hey, finish the sentence for me. My name is Rodney. Dustin, no. I'm not, I'm not answering anything you say. Rodney, who's what's the last name of Rodney? I'm not telling you anything about me. What's the last name? Don't tell me shit. I don't Dangerfield. Did you really watch Caddyshack this week? You can't even. Say oh, now you're quizzing me. You're quizzing me on the movie I watched. You are that right. kind of jerk. You, you're a jerk about that shit. I thought you yeah. were gonna say yeah. Rodney Yo, King. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised jerk. you didn't. I'm surprised you Can didn't. Can we all get like, along? Yeah. Ask me who the no. freaking assistant co-executive producer is next, buddy. 
I don't have that one up my sleeve either. Yeah, I've been watching uh, it's this show on Netflix that just came out. It's called The History of Swear Words. I didn't oh, finish yeah, it yet. I'm still watching it. Did it come out? Yeah, it did come out. Uh, Nicholas Cage runs the show. It's on the words, fuck, shit, bitch, dick, pussy, damn. Because they left cunt out for some reason. Uh, and it's really fucking good. You get to see Nick Cage basically, uh, how do I put this? Take the role that he was meant to play. And not only do that, but show how he's willing to do anything for money nowadays. So he, it's really riding the line of he was meant for this, but like he could do better. Okay, but those are also those are second tier bad words. You know what I mean? Fuck shit, bitch, dick, pussy. No, those are those fuck, are is a fuck shit, bitch. Are all first tier. They're all no, first tier. Do you tier. not know that? No, no, no. Pussy, no. dick, and damn are not first tier. Do you know George Carlin's bad words? Do you not know the seven dirty words? No, what are those seven? At all. You don't know the dirty There's words. plenty of worse words out there. No, the seven dirty words in. that George Carlin, shit, piss, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, motherfucker tits. Shit, piss, cock, fuck, motherfucker, tits. Okay, cocksucker. But like the the Ten Commandments of like curse words changes throughout time. If you think about it, some words get worse than others throughout time. Seven dirty words, you know. Yeah, but fuck. You're telling me fucks a fucking uh, second yes. tier. No, fuck is a second a tier? tier. Fuck is a first tier. Yes, Dustin. Fuck is a first That's tier. That's what I was saying. Shit. That's what we were saying. You talk- we're saying. We're saying. Lombardi pussy, was saying that they're damn. second tier. You said they were second tier. You dumb fuck. This, this is yeah. This is all him. No, you Lombardi was saying that he was saying. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what yeah, I'm Zach, saying. Zach, Zach, no, Zach, you're you're me. saying you're saying pussy. Well, all of them are first damn, tier. All of them are first tier. What about or, jerk? Is, is jerk penis, first tier? Those are not first tiers. Fuck <laughs> shit, bitch, pussy, first tier. Dick and damn, second tier. Pussy is not a first tier. Pussy's a first tier. Second tier. No, if you're second. on a call with your boss and you were like, yeah, I saw some pussy this week. It was beautiful. He's going to be like, eh, yeah, it was weird. Well, I wouldn't say any of those words to my one. boss. Firstly, that's because you're that's a why they're called yeah, curse yeah. words. Why would you ever oh, say what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, now he's upset. Yeah, it's really easy to get under his skin. No, no. There's some, there's some real bad first tier curse words for sure. Cunt. Cunt should be there. Yeah, cunt's up there. Agreed. Cunt, Agreed. cunt should be a, a renowned word. Yeah, it's a bad one. That's a really exactly. bad one. Why, why can't Australians say that, but nobody else can? Exactly. It's, it's, it's in, in it's Australian. We can't pass. In Australian and British culture, in Australian and British culture, the the severity of the words bitch and cunt are reversed. So if you call someone a bitch in England, like they will freak the fuck out as opposed to like, if you call someone a cunt in America like that, you know, that's like the same. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I why. Like... Sorry. Sorry to cut you off, but I feel like I, I was done. Cunt is kind of going backwards though. I feel like it's getting okay to say. Maybe I think, I think, I think a lot of things are getting way more. Okay. I mean, well, people are just more used to it because the internet and shit. Yeah, my mom likes it when I call her that. I don't know. Cunt can be a toss up. Depends who you're talking to, you know. 
That is true. Very that is awesome. very true. Zach? True. Don't use it light. Don't use it loosely. Uh, mid nineties written and directed by Jonah Hill. All the kids in it are great. I've never seen them in anything else besides this movie. So it's like one of those things where it's like you see somebody in one movie and then they become like part of that movie like forever in your mind. And you're like, okay, these people feel like more real than, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one experiences that phenomenon. Uh, the story is pretty unbelievable. It's un, It's very aesthetically pleasing. It deals with a lot of like growing up themes and uh it's a very like real gritty movie it's so well done i really like it i'd recommend it to any of my friends i would not recommend it to my enemies because i don't want them to feel joy and that is this week um that's the end of the podcast next week we are doing can i get a drum roll I'm sorry, Dustin. We're gonna do airplane. We're doing airplane yeah. Week. We're gonna do airplane. Look, here's the thing. I said any here's, of those were fine. Here's the thing. You, well, you just said I. I don't know. I didn't know if you were like counting. On, I no, no. I'm just saying Caddyshack could be in the future. Just keep that one in the back pocket. You know. Uh, Caddyshack could very well be in the future. I would like to do it uh, at some point. Uh, we're gonna do airplane. I'm really excited because I've never seen it. So, You've never seen airplane. I what? Plan. Yeah. yeah, that's why. Uh, I'm uh, wait till you see Julie Haggerty. She fucking kills it in that movie. Well, I tried uh, watching it twice and I couldn't do it. I could. I like got like the first like five minutes. I was like, nope, and I would turn it off. We're not turning it off this time because we have to watch it because we gotta feed you guys movie info. Peach, thanks really for coming, it. man. Thanks again for coming. Really appreciate it, Peach. Yeah, you took thank the time, you guys. You took the effort. You did something that Ben never could cuz he's a big bitch bag. And Lakava have it. Shout out Lakava too. And Lakava in the script and he bailed. Yeah, but we've had two great guests. He's like, "Oh, my 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 beef curtains are they're getting all worked up. I got 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 to sleep on this one." I have a bad case of testicle torsion. Airplane oh, next week. Uh, stay safe out there, folks. It is feeding season, and we'll see you next week for Airplane. Airplane.